What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Dusty Dimes. Uh, two things before we get started on this episode I just want to talk about. Uh, first thing is, thank you for everyone that has been listening to us the past 10 to 11 podcasts that we've made. Uh, we just reached. So thank you very much for the short time that we've been out. We couldn't appreciate it more than, you know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. If you, real quick, if you want to say anything to the fans about that, I mean. Dude, it's it's just it, it truly is you know an honor and it's 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 very humbling you know what I mean like it's it's crazy that you and I talked about it over you know the hockey season as a joke you know we yeah we talked to it as a joke like hey let's start a podcast and you know it was like it just fucking stopped we stopped talking about it right? it was literally on the it was on a roadie too we were just like bullshitting about it yeah. Yeah, we talked like, about right, it. Yeah, like it just let's all, get real. It deteriorated, and then you know, whenever I was, you know, with the revolution, I I was like, dude, let's just do it. Fuck it. And yeah. here we are now with a thousand listens, and you know, we I I from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate all the listeners and all the support. We really do. Yeah, and the biggest thing too is um, the kind of jokes we bring on here, and we're not here to bash people or bring anyone down. It's just for good fun, and um. We appreciate the hell out of it. So from the bottom of both of our hearts, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for a 1,000 so far in the first month that we've been here. So, again, thank you. Um, another thing I just want to touch on real quick is you kind of brought up humbling and stuff like that. So we actually just got sponsored today um, by a company called Goodwood Hockey. And to touch on them, they're, they're I wouldn't say necessarily a humbled company, but they're the type of company that goes out of their way and tries to look out for other people. Um and another person that got a part of them or partnered up with them, I should say, is John Shiavu. And we just had him on our podcast, what, two podcasts ago? Yeah, about probably two or three ago. Two or three ago. So real quick, about Goodwood Hockey, um, they're a merchandise company. So they sell T-shirts and kids, women's, men's. Um, they also have a brand for John Shiavu. Um, so the cool thing, every time this season, they or actually every season – they do a specific design that benefits a certain charity. Um, this season, their actual shirt design is called Live Love Hockey. So every single time you buy a women's shirt or a little girl shirt, it goes to a charity to benefit someone that doesn't have clean water. So, again, if you guys go to GoodwoodHockey.com or on their Facebook page, Goodwood Hockey. Um, you can actually go into their one section where it tells you about their partnerships and fundraise, fundraisers that they're doing. So it's a great charity. Um, we love what we're, what they're doing. And again, thank you so much for the new sponsorship, Goodwood. And yeah. We couldn't ask for anything better right now. No, so, thank you. We appreciate it. Before we really get into details and everything that's going on today, so we have Justin Crandall coming on, and for a lot of people that don't know who he is, uh, he played at University of Minnesota Duluth. He's a very good player. He's playing Euro hockey currently. Um, TJ, if you want to touch on him a little bit, yeah, I, I met I met Cranny back in Reading, and uh, he came and he was a young guy, um, very very skilled player. You know, great hands. Very like uh, you can't say enough about the guy. He's a very good player in. Um, loves the game. I, I know he's over in Sweden right now playing, and uh, it's just it, the guy. The guy has all the goods, man. He, he you know, he made the all star all star game the one year I was there in Reading up in Adirondack, and uh, he's gotten called up to the A a couple times, and it's just it, 
the guy the guy has what it takes to be in the show. I'm surprised he's not there already. Yeah, and that, that's another thing too. It's every single person that we kind of brought onto our podcast. They kind of all said it in their own sense where it's a doggy dog world where even, you know, John Shabu or, you know, you, you have Justin Crandall, you have Colton Saucerman. They're all fighting for that one goal and it's to make to the NHL. But Oh, for sure. Every single one of these guys that we, in our eyes, see that they can make it, it it's, it's tough because they, now it's getting to the one of those things where it's the little things that the scouts are looking at instead of, oh, you can put up 60 points, but can you stop on a dime? Can you read the situation a little bit better? Yeah. So it's little things like that that a lot of scouts in the pros they look at and a lot of kids they don't necessarily understand at a young age yet. But once you get older and you start to look more into it and you start playing in better leagues, you get to understand that it, it's not necessarily, you know, how do I say it? It's a business. Let's put it that way. It's a business. Oh, so, for sure. For sure it, it is. And it, it's, you know, it, it takes it takes a guy that really has all the will and heart to want to do it to be where, you know, where these guys started. You know, they started in college. He went yep. and played he, – he, right after college, he went to Reading for, I think, like a couple, like five or six games, I, I believe. And then the next season, he's back there in the ECHL. Then he goes up to the A, back to the E. It, it's literally like a, a traveling game with these guys. But if they love to do it, they're, they're putting in the work. Yeah, and the nice thing with Justin, too, it's – with him, he what he had nine games in the A. He played for two different teams, so he definitely has the experience. Um, he knows how it's, like the the league play or the league runs. Put it that way. Yeah. So playing in the AHL and getting bumped down the coast doesn't mean your your shot's over. Yeah, it just opens up another door somewhere else, and that's where a lot of these guys they're very humble. That we've been saying for the past couple podcasts, where a lot of players are humble because they know they're not their job's not over. They just have yeah. to get some, sent somewhere else to either progress or, you know, fit in a better system. And that's that's the one thing that people have to understand is certain players just don't fit in systems. Look at Las Vegas Knights. They sent, what, a bunch of their third, fourth liners, but they made a system out of it, and they oh, went to sure. their first year. Like, it's just insane. Yeah, I agree. So that's, that's what I mean, man. It's just kind of one of those things that you can literally bash someone's career as much as you want, but the fact that they try – anything that they can to even make it to the coast, like Dude, they're doing, and, and, and I don't want to interrupt you, but they're doing something that you aren't basically, you know what I mean? They're, they're exactly. playing, pro, they're playing pro hockey. They're getting paid. They're doing what it takes to get to the next level. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, some of us are fortunate enough to play pro hockey. Some of us aren't, you know, and it, it's yeah. it, it, kudos to them. And I it, keep doing what you're doing. And it, it's, it's very, it's very awesome what he's doing. And, you know, like Saucerman and John and miles and, you know, even future guests we have on. Yeah. And it sucks too, because like a lot of us know that hockey is not a cheap sport. It never has been. and never will be. I mean, ice time alone for an hour is what, 350 in some places. So oh, yeah, it, it's yeah. kind of one of those things that if you're able to use your skill or your ability to, like we've been saying for the past couple of podcasts, again, if you're able to use your skill or ability to basically play for free somewhere, why not go and try out even if you don't make it and then the coach pulls you aside and say, Hey, next season, this is what I want to see from you. And then you develop off that and you make the team next year. It's like all that hard work is basically paid off when you finally make that roster and you're like, Oh, well, mom and dad, now you don't have to pay for me to play. And I appreciate it. Absolutely. That, that's my, that's one of my biggest things, man. Like, Oh, for sure. But, um, 
Yeah, man. So, and on top of that, after we have jo- uh, Justin on, we're going to have a couple of our old junior kids on just to kind of bring us some good stories and also, uh, I hate to say it, rag on one of our goaltenders a little bit, but and the, the, basically it's about the apartment life, you know, we're going to, we're going to get, get into the apartment life with the kids, how, how it was in the apartment, what it's like, basically building an apartment, apartment, you know what exactly. I mean? So, so for the kids that listen now that are going first year junior and, you know, second year junior, what it's like, and it's, it, it's, it's a good time basically. And it's, the guys are going to touch in on this as well. And you know what? It, it's funny too, because every time we talk to the boys that lived in the apartment, Every single time that we were calling them, it almost sounded like World War Three was going down the background. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, you literally just want to almost like hop in your car, just go check on, them, make sure everyone's alive. Especially with Tristan. I mean, I'm just saying, he used to talk to walls. I don't know why he just talked to walls. Yeah, Dude, the kid know. used to talk to fucking boxes, bro. Bro, <laughs> his box head. I, I swear to God, when he this this is the type of kid. No, I'm sorry, Tristan. I love you, man, but. I'm saying this. So, such a super, super skilled defenseman. I, I mean, I'm not trying to rub it, you know, rub one off for him, but it's kind of one of those things that he has the the skill to go somewhere, but his head is just so, like, how do I say it? I don't, I don't even know how you say it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough to explain because, like, he's just one of those kids that, like, you tell him to or critique him, he, yep. he thinks that, like, you're, you're bashing it the way he plays. And oh, he just sure. takes himself out of a play. And it's like, dude, no one's doing that. We're trying to help you develop. And he's one of those kids that you really can't tell him that he's doing something wrong or he's going to play worse. And you, in, that, in that sense, you can't have that if you're going up to a better level of hockey. You need to have a little bit of thick skin, but also a little bit of flexibility behind it. So, like, if someone's telling you to stay later and you don't want to stay later, that's you not being flexible enough to get better. And I don't know, man, if you're trying to progress yourself in hockey, you have to make hockey your job. Like, I hate to say that, especially in juniors too, because there's coaches where if you're late to practice and you say, Oh, sorry, I was at work. Well, guess what? You're not working for hockey. So get off my ice. You're fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. We've seen it at plenty of practices. You, Junior kids used to get tossed all the time for being late. And then if you're late for junior practice and you see your boys getting bagged, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, I – dude. I, <laughs> it's, I, I, to touch on that one as well, too, with Tristan, it was, it was the end of the season. We were playing uh, 87s, Yeah. right? And so many times, you know, I, I, I try to tell the kids, you know, I'm honest with them. I said, listen, you need to do this, this, and this. And he wouldn't do it. And then it was, uh, Mike, I shit you not, it was a fuck, a repeat oh, of God. fucking Maryland all over again. Oh, God. He comes out, he skates in front of the fucking net, right? Out in front of the fucking net and fucking throws it to the other team. The team gets a fucking shot on net. Luckily, they didn't score. And <laughs> I can only see the fucking hair that you're pulling out of your head by like yelling at him. Dude, he legit punched himself in the face like he was the fucking Sandman in ECW with a fucking beer on his head. <laughs> right? And me and, and Craig and I look at each other like, what the fuck is going on with this kid? Like, wait, Literally. was it with the visor on or was it the cage? Or like he, a has, he, has, a, he has a bubble on now because oh, he wanted man. to be cool. You know, we, we know where that goes with his fucking girlfriend. His girlfriend made him put a bubble on. Oh, stop. When's the wedding? 
Yeah, no shit. I told him when he moved back to fucking Chicago, I'm like, yo, dog, you got my address? He's like, for what? I go, you know. He's like, no, for what? I go, my wedding invite. He's like, ah. Dude, he's probably so rattled. He's probably like, I'm going to fucking kill them. Dude, I've never in my life seen a fucking female take over a male's life in hockey as much as Alicia and fucking Tristan. Hey, listen, it ha- uh, well, it never happened to me. I don't know. It doesn't happen. It listen, doesn't. Listen, put it this way. We've had a couple pregnancy scares with this junior team. We've almost had a couple of marriages, a couple of, uh, you know, shootouts. Uh, yeah, it's been a great year. It was great. It was fucking, we'll have to bring that up when the boys come on. You know, oh, it's, God. dude, I, and, and she, she was just a fucking nuisance. And I'll say it now, the season's over. Like, I, as a person, I didn't mind her. I really didn't. But when you're, you know, affecting my player's play and, you know, when you show up to a game and he plays, like, absolute dog shit, then I got a fucking problem with it. You always Question. knew You always knew when there was a fucking issue with her, you know, with him and her because he would play, like, absolute dog shit. So, question, did he swipe left or right for her? Is that <laughs> Well, that's the funny thing is they met on Tinder. Ah, okay. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I agree. Right. Yeah, listen. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, you could have met on Bumble, dude. I don't know. I, I agree. I, I it's just I don't know, man. I never to see a kid's balls get chopped off, tucked away deep underneath that Gucci bag purse. It, it's it's annoying, man, because <laughs> it's one of those things that like. It was frustrating because he was such a good player, and she controlled it, and it went downhill quick. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we have Justin Crandall with us. What's going on, Justin? Hey, how's it going? Sorry, a little late, guys. What's up? What's up, Cranny? Not much. How you doing, TJ? It's been a while. How about you, man? Surviving. Just uh, living downtown downtown Stockholm, living the dream. I hear you. I hear you. How's that life, man? It is wonderful. My apartment is like a shoebox, but uh, <laughs> living uh, living downtown in Stockholm is awesome. There's a lot going on, and uh, team's really good. It's been it's been fun. We're, you've been the best team on the league, and uh, yeah, no complaints over here. So, um, going to play in Sweden compared to playing in the U.S., what has been like the biggest difference that you've seen playing like Euro hockey compared to hockey in the U.S.? I should say. Uh, especially in Sweden, uh, number one is the work ethic. It's insane. I mean, it's, uh, we'll, we'll get home from, you know, at 3am, 4am from a bus trip and it's back to the rink at nine in the morning for workout and hour, 20 minute practice of just like battle drills. And, uh, they, uh, it's, it's, it's hard work all year. They're, they're pretty intense about it. And, uh, guys also skate extremely well. Like it's probably cause they work so hard, but it's just, uh, it's a fast paced defensive game where, you know, especially in the East coast league, a little bit in the American league, uh, you play so many games and, you know, by game 40 or 45, it starts getting a little bit more, uh, you can get some more offense. We're here. Every game's kind of a battle and pretty tight. Now, have you noticed a, a kind of a big difference in systems, I should say? Yeah, for sure. Just, I mean, cause you play on the big sheet over here, obviously the Olympic sheet. So, yeah. um, you know, depending on what kind of team you have, we run into teams. Uh, a lot of teams like to trap. Uh, they really kind of keep it tight around their net and trap through the neutral zone. And it's uh, it's really all about keeping your speed out here. If, if you stand flat-footed on the big sheet, uh, you're in trouble. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. That's one thing. I mean, 
even playing junior and stuff like that, we played a little bit on Olympic sheet. And I'll tell you what, I was gassed by the second period. Oh, absolutely. It. Skating is not my strongest suit of my game. TJ knows that, too. So. <laughs> That's why I picked defense, man. I grew up playing DM. No complaints there. No, but, I um, just throw the cross-eyed saucer passes. That's about it. Hey, at least you can sauce. Mine look like fucking flutters. But uh, what would you guys say is probably, like, the toughest game, either Euro or U.S., like, toughest game or series that you have been a part of? Um, Boy, I mean, we had some good battles in college. Uh you know, against like the Gophers and North Dakota and stuff, uh, some big rivals. But honestly, we uh, we just lost actually last night in game five uh, to win our league. Oh. And those last five games have been uh, it's been a battle. It's been back and forth. And kind of like I said, just the way it's played over here in Sweden, it's uh, it's there's there's no there's no time off. I mean, it's just go, go, go. They roll four lines and it's just it's fast paced. So uh had some good ones in the East Coast League, too, uh, against Toledo, actually, my first year. <laughs> we, were, we were the eighth seed and beat them as the one seed. But I'd probably say the one I just played was uh, my body's pretty beat up. Getting no, old. I believe it. Especially after the series. you kidding me? Yeah. So. Um, so, playing in Euro hockey, do the sponsorships or logos on the ice get fucking annoying after a while? Or are you just kind of used to them? Oh, absolutely. And some some of the ranks, it's terrible. Some of the jerseys are hilarious. Like, <laughs> you don't oh, even yeah. know. Unreal, though, like one of our big sponsors is on our helmet. I had no idea. It's like Abro. And uh, all of a sudden after the game, I just see like two cases of Abro beer in. And it's literally <laughs> on our helmet. It's like beer logos. And it's like, yeah, we get free. We get these beers free, like after every win. And if you go to like the store and they know you're on the team, you get like free beers of that kind. So. Some no, of the sponsorships work out pretty good. That's sick, though. Now, do you have, like, any issues with, like, language barriers or anything like that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I try as much as I can to learn, you know, how to say at least, like, hello and thank you and stuff. But uh, they look at guys, you like, oh, guys you laugh Americans. at me when they hear me speak Swedish. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's not pretty. I already got an accent as it is. But, uh it's nice because especially in Stockholm, I mean, everyone speaks you know English pretty well. Uh, but some of the meetings can be tough. There's some days where the meeting's 30, 45 minutes in Swedish, and I'm just staring at the floor, having my mind go wherever it can, you know, so. Story of my life. Hey, listen, I, I, I know what you mean there. But yeah. um, growing up in Minnesota, or even playing in Minnesota, it, it's kind of one of those things that, what was high school hockey like for you? It was, uh, it's funny. I get so much, so much, it's such a hard time from so many guys uh, that aren't from there because we love it so much, right? It's, it's, it's a way of life for us. Um, it's a big deal. I mean, you see it, obviously. You get sold out 18,000, 19,000 at the state tournament. And uh, it's kind of everything for us growing up. I mean, it's, for the most part, I was a sellout. I went to a private school, but most guys, uh, you know, it's guys you play with your whole life, you grow up with, your buddies with, and then you end up playing together, you know, until you're 16, 17, 18. So it's, uh, it's pretty special the way the entire state kind of gets behind it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a crazy, it's a crazy thing out there. Would you consider your high school hockey in Minnesota almost better than junior hockey uh, on the East Coast? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think, uh, I mean, the, the high-end teams, like the team I played for, you know, we had seven or eight guys go on to play Division One that year and a couple guys in the NHL. So, I mean, there's teams with some studs, but uh, a lot of the teams, especially the low-end guys, they don't even go play after high school. You know, they just kind of hang them up. So, 
it's uh it's a pretty wide variety from the high end to the low end oh yeah no for sure though um i'm assuming since you know you were born in minnesota i mean you're basically coming out of the womb with skates on so did you play a lot of uh pond hockey growing up oh absolutely yeah we uh it was nice too. Uh, my older brother was my goalie in college and uh, in the cul-de-sac we lived in, <clears throat> we, uh, we had a bunch of uh, guys around our age that played hockey. So it was street hockey in the cul-de-sac in the summers. And then it was a lot of pond hockey. Our buddy, uh, their dad always built a rink in the backyard. So we were, we were out there until you heard mom or dad screaming, you know, for dinner. <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome though. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was, I mean, exactly what you want as a kid, right? It was just out there and there's about eight of us in the area and it was four on four older brothers always beat up on us younger brothers, but it was, it was fun. Nowadays you can't get kids off Fortnite. Yeah. Well, I, I, I might be one of those guys now. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot of downtime when you're playing pro hockey. So I haven't Wait, do you play on Xbox or PlayStation? Well, I, I always had Xbox, but I get over here and it's like strictly PlayStation. So I oh, get rid of I it. bought a, bought a PlayStation. So yeah, I, I put it away in the summers though. I don't touch it when I go home, but it's a good way so, to stay in contact. I play with my buddies from back home or, or other guys around here. So I'm terrible. Uh, I just like to get on the mic. Hey, <laughs> talking shit, right? Exactly. That's that's right. So uh, real quick, talking about your summers. I mean, your off season. Uh, what do you do in your off season to stay in shape? I've uh it's super nice in Minnesota it's just such a hockey place right so there's uh it's called map uh hockey I've worked there as an instructor eight summers now so since I was 18 uh working with the young kids and stuff uh and then it's great for me because then I get to work out and skate for free there and our workout group and our skating group is pretty insane it's it's like 12 to 15 NHL players uh you know a bunch of them it's like Oshi, Parisi, Bufflin, Falk, McDonough. Uh, it's it's a bunch of studs. So I, I'm pretty lucky I get to work out and skate with those guys all summer. Now, I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about with MAP. MAP lets you basically do your own type of workout, correct? You guys don't go off of like an actual routine or do you guys just kind of compete against each other? Uh, so there's uh, so we they're big into the ARP. If you guys know what the ARP machines are. Actually, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they've got a bunch of those going now, and like the head guy of ARP, Jay Schrader, uh, sends workouts in and kind of runs us through that way. But otherwise, they have a system in place uh, for workouts that we use for the younger kids. But you know, I'm a big believer, and if the kids are 12 years old and it's the summer, you know, we're not hitting the weights. Like we can go to relay races or go have fun with the kids. You know, it's it's too young to be taking it that serious, in my opinion. Yeah. So they they have a good balance of it. That's awesome, though, man. Um... Uh, one of my last questions. I'm sorry, I keep throwing them out here. No so, are you a solid three bar player? Have you ever played three bar? I have not. Really? Oh, I've not man. played three bar. No. Oh man, I think TJ can take you then. Nah, not happening. <laughs> you, you got some skill or no? I, Cranny, I've seen you shooting sauce, and uh, <laughs> you got me beat. I'll That's throw fifty game. bucks on TJ if we ever come meet you. <laughs> Hey, as long as it's not how hard I shoot it, I'll be okay because I got a muffin. But. <laughs> oh, fuck. Me too. I'm rolling with a 77 flex, and I still can't get it off. Hey, as uh, TJ, is the young guy's uh, hand uh, fixed up? Yeah. Tries to, tries to <laughs> pull on me? Yeah, he's good. He, <laughs> he's playing He's playing a bunch of hockey now. He's, he actually has hockey tonight. But, you know, to touch, to touch on that story with Cranny is – you know, Landon would come in the locker room all the time, and it would. We thought it was a, you know, be a funny joke to scare Cranny, 
and uh, we put Landon in his stall underneath, and Landon jumped out, and Crandall slammed the, the <laughs> right on his hand, and it, he felt so bad. Oh, I felt so bad. He just took it like a champ. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I think he was like, he was five, he was four or five when it happened. And he's like, he wouldn't go around anybody anymore for the longest time. And then he, he warmed <laughs> up and he's like, he's like, Oh, it's okay. It's cool. Yeah. Poor, poor kid. I made him gun shy. Yeah. <laughs> I just blame TJ in that sense. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Right? Pick a different guy. You know, oh, you know, who was, you know who, <laughs> who wanted to do it was, is Aldi. Aldi wanted to scare him. Oh my yeah, god! That was, oh yeah, it was all his idea. You could think of an elaborate prank like that. You can't rub two brain cells together. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I have. I, I got one one question for you, Cranny, and it, it, you know it seems like you're having success over there in Sweden. Did you ever think about coming back over here in the states and playing? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I love it over here, and it's it's awesome to get to experience a whole new culture and get to travel. But um, I mean, obviously, I'd rather be playing in the United States if I could. Yeah, I hear you. So, uh, this has been a great spot in Sweden and it's, it's a really heavily scouted league. And, uh, you know, my goal is to hopefully have another good year or two, uh, move up to the SHL or maybe go to Germany in the Dell. And then, nice. yeah, absolutely try to come back and, you know, get at least an American league deal. Cause yeah, you know, these coast league, there's so many good players, but I, I did it for a year and a half and, mm-hmm. um, just the money over here, you play less games. It's just, it's, it's much easier and more kind of fun, I guess, playing over here. Than, yeah, absolutely. Than grinding out the 70 games. No, that makes a lot of sense, especially from, you know, your standpoint. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, man, we appreciate your time, Justin. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me guys. This was fun. Awesome. Thanks, Cranny. We appreciate it. Yep. Take care guys. See you. Later, brother. Fucking beauty. Hell yeah. I'm telling you, man, 50 bucks, you might get him on three bar. He didn't even know what three bar was. I'm just saying. You should see the guy shoot. The sh- He's got he like a, a snapper. He's got a snapper. He can shoot. Slap shot, not so much. Ah, perfect. We'll just make him take clap bombs, and then we'll just make you go, you know, head to head with, you know, slap shots. You might go one for 16 if you hit the slap shot. Oh, me? Absolutely. I might yeah, go one for 30, so don't even sweat it. But. It's kind of one of those things that, and why not a little competition? But uh, let's see. We have, I think, Tucker coming on today. We got what Max, boy Keyshawn coming on. Patty's coming on. I believe Keyshawn. You got wife or no? <laughs> I believe so. I believe they. There's Patty. What's up, Patty? What's up, guys? Patty. Max, what's up, buddy? Uh oh. Oh God, no way. Oh yes. How are you, Maxie? How are you, boys? What's going on, man? Where you been playing at? Uh, I've been playing in the USPHL Premier, uh, but my season ended. So right now, I'm just you know looking to play some ACHA Div One or NCAA Div- Division Three hockey and try to go from there. Nice. Where are you looking? Uh, I got a few schools. I probably shouldn't mention them on tape because I, I'm sure they wouldn't like that. But I'll tell you, the majority of them are in, in the East Coast or on uh, near the Minnesota, Michigan area. Oh, let's, let 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 me let me let's touch on your video you put up last night that I chirped you on. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. dude, come on. 
you're, you're better than that to fucking be doing that shit, correct? Or well, is- yeah, no, I mean, I was, in my in my defense, I was wearing new pads. They were very stiff, so it was tough for me to move around in them. Uh, but, you know, I've, I've in, in general, I've tried to stop being so aggressive, and that's something my coach pointed out to me after that drill, actually. He said that I should probably start, you know, challenging and moving forward a lot. So, you know, I just, you know, I always like to try and experiment with what I do. As you know personally, I like to challenge out to around the hash marks, maybe a little less. No, I hear you. But, but you know, so, it's it, whatever they're teaching. I told you, you come pay me that money, I'll teach you how to fucking stop a fuck. I'm like that guy <laughs> teaching to fucking, you know, lay on the fucking goal line. Like, yeah, no, he, he told me exactly. He told me exactly what you told me. So, uh, believe me, I would want to, you know, I would want to maybe you know, look into doing that too. The only obstacle is the fact that you're in Denver, Pennsylvania, but. I'm sure I'd be able to overcome it. Right now, I'm working so I can be able to get that money regardless. Oh, I hear you. So, so what we want to talk about, we have you guys on, is, you know, we, we told the audience here that, you know, we're going to talk about apartment life. Apartment and building. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't you fucking oh, God, anything. <laughs> yeah. That apartment was something else. Okay. Wait, well, let's hear it then. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go into Max, can we bring up Tristan? Oh, God. <laughs> what was it like living with Tristan? Yeah. Uh, it was, you were always on your toes living with Tristan because you just never knew what to Because there really was nothing. One day, he could just be calm Tristan sitting around the apartment minding his own business. Other days, he's running around screaming and punching boxes. They're talking shit about him. Did he fight a lot of walls in his day? Oh, yeah. Every wall at the apartment got ass kicked at least six times. What about the box? Why? Why? Because he was fucking, because he was Tristan. (laughs) Okay. Hey, you know that better than anybody, Mike. You should know by now that Tristan's kind of his own character. Yeah. Oh, don't we all know? So when's the wedding? Anyone know? (laughs) No comment. (laughs) No? No, I don't know. He fucking threw under the bus and she was a fucking headache. She was a huge fucking headache. She looked like fucking E.T. Jesus. Yo, who's in the fucking garage? That's what I need yeah. to know. Who's in the garage right now? I was outside. Um, unbelievable. Stuff. Unbelievable. You know what? Just Max. Yeah. Listen. What's up? What what do you guys say was probably the biggest challenge living in the apartment with the boys? Well, I think the biggest challenge was being able to respect their space and kind of being able to, um, you know, being able to be, not only not only like be able to ask them questions, but be able to answer their questions and be able to, you know, sort of deal with conflicting personalities. You know, some guys were super energetic. Some guys were calm and collected. Um, some guys were late with their rent. It was a big issue. Real quick, who was the biggest douche? Be honest. Say it. Um, I'm trying Say to think. It. We already know who it is. Say it. Danny Hurley. Yeah! Yes! under the bus. What a boy. I'm, I, I'm not afraid to mention it. Listen, um, you know, that kid was, you know, he was, he was a cancer. And, I'm, I'm, you know, he acted very immaturely. And I feel like the best move for us was to do what we did. So, hey, he's like yeah. Takashi 69 fucking out of here. <laughs> Sorry. So let, I, let, I got a question. Pain, like... I got a, I got a question for you, Max. Yeah. 
What was it like living with a fucking pigeon? A pigeon? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure I followed. Nikita. Oh, Come on. You're okay. Oh, oh, so Nikita is... he? He's... Okay, so listen. I love him to death. He's a good guy. I mean, he stole my hat and, uh, you know... <laughs> And he admitted to it as well on my Facebook page. He's, he just commented randomly on one of my posts, yes, I stole the hat. And, um, you know, but I think in general he's a legitimately – he's a decent guy. He may make some questionable decisions here and there. Didn't he but have as an far STD? I'm, what's up? Didn't he have an STD? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not aware – of anything that should be just I think I wore gloves for a reason. Max, uh, Max, yeah. Max, Max. Yeah. This is a fucking podcast. You could say whatever you want. I I know, but I'm trying to keep my professionalism here and saying well, guess that what? There's we're no not at church, Max. In, this, in this podcast. Tucker Chick-fil-A is open today. It's not Sunday. Come on. It is. Chick-fil-A is open today. I might get myself yeah. some chicken. I love it. Yeah. In the name of Jesus throw some people under the fucking bus. Well, I'll but- say this much. Um, I'll say this much. Nikita was um, he was definitely an interesting individual because he was like, you know, one minute he was like super nice and the other minute he wanted to like, you know, beat the cripes out of everybody. That and- guy could not beat himself out of a paper bag. Nope. Nope. He's the type of kid that he'll be in a fucking surrounded in a lake and he's the only one in the boat. He fell out the boat. He still couldn't hit water. Hey, <laughs> hey, the only thing I'll say about him is this. Talk what you want, kid out of work ethic. Uh, he was the last guy what off the... Fucking o- work, what fucing work ethic? What? What? Donuts? What? What are you talking about? He never work had ethic. work ethic. Oh, well, my... Hop in the car, turn I, it on, pull it out and park. When I was leaving to go work at the ice rink after practice, he'd still be on with Isaiah taking shots. Yeah, because he needed a shooter. In that case, throw me out there. Well, you know, whatever. Regardless, you know, I think Nikita was a little more easier to de- deal with than Danny Hurley. You know what? You know, I'll say one thing about him that, you know, he stole all my food. Oh, I'm shit. He stole all of my food. He stole all of my. He, I think he stole my clothes, my food. He stole my bed. He, like, had. Sex well, hey, 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 hey. Listen, we're not trying to get charges put against him right now. We're just trying to. <laughs> let's let's Jeez. talk about your bed situation. How well, you Max, you weren't going to use that bed for sex anyway. So, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> on the contrary, I'm currently on Tinder getting matches. So you're wait a second. Well, yeah, wait I'm, I'm so sorry for any ladies matching with Max. Yeah. Get out of everyone. She Tucker. looks like a female version of a school shooter. Just saying, <laughs> Tucker. What's up? So if we're talking about sex in his bed, right? What about Tristan blowing his fucking load in his bed? Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, God. Maybe, Good like, two really. weeks, three weeks into him knowing Alicia, Max was gone. He went home for a weekend, and I'm like, oh, shit. Question is, was it cleaned? Was it cleaned? Yeah, did they clean it? Or did Tristan clean it? No no comment. Oh, I no. tell you, though, and, and one thing I, I, I'm oh. going to bring up in this podcast is, you know, when we had a fucking, you know, a, a – morning game the day after we had a night game and I stayed over at the apartment with the guys and I slept on the fucking couch. I swear to God, and Patty is my witness, 
Max always had a fucking alarm going off from 2 a.m. till fucking 7 a.m. Oh, my God. Can confirm. Can confirm that one. Holy shit. With his goddamn Jesus fucking revivals all fucking morning. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making fun of religion. I'm not, like, holy fuck. All I remember is TJ waking up and saying what the fuck is going on. Why? Why at 2 o'clock in the morning? Uh, I don't know. My that wasn't like a re- alarm. It was just my phone restarting itself. Yeah, what? I'm sure it just fucking Duh. goes. Oh, let me restart. I, let me restart the phone. I don't know why it did that. I can't explain why. I think the bug Definitely was Definitely an Android. Max, we have I'm the same goddamn phone. Well, I don't know, man. I don't have an alarm for two in the morning. The you have phone. alarms for all fucking day. We'd be at the rink, and you'd still have alarms going off. <laughs> they were different for different was it things. Like, oh, alarm, time to eat. Gotta eat. Oh, I gotta oh, take my medication. No, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, oh, time no. to go stand in the bathroom and listen to my fucking gospel really loud. Oh, just kidding. It's time to go <laughs> knock on Tucker's door and have a little fucking therapy session. I, I remember those. Those were pretty remember fun. Remember the Dr. Yeah. Phil moments in between our fucking games? Because we were oh, so bad. God. No, the best one was at the apartment one night. I think it was after Max and Keyshawn's incident. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! And I, I had a, I had a job interview that day, so I wasn't going to be able to make it to practice at Rev. So yeah, I was at the apartment. What's that? You did you get that job? I did for a while. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, hey, I, they were coming back from Rev. Max was there. Keyshawn was there. Tristan and Mikey, and everybody was coming back to the apartment. And I knew exactly what was going to happen as soon as they got back because I had been talking to Keyshawn all day. I knew Max was going to come into my room and want to talk. <laughs> no, no. Tristan was in Chicago at this time. That's why Max drove. Oh, God. So Tristan went to Chicago to figure something out with his vehicle. His gear was at the apartment, so I unlaced his skates and tied the bathroom door shut because that was the one door I wasn't able to lock that led to my room. And I tied the door shut so Max couldn't get in. Hmm. Well, my biggest thing is, what what was it like actually living with Max? I think we offended him. He left. Max he might have. Yep. But either way, my biggest thing is, too, is, like, when they're living with each other, we used to always have to call them and just to make sure no one died throughout the week. And... <laughs> If you didn't hear back in the group chat from someone, you're like, oh, shit, did they get arrested? Oh, Wait. yeah, for sure. Tucker, can you bring up the Keyshawn incident where uh, he took it to Wawa, your car took took your car to Wawa, and uh, <laughs> you didn't get your car back? Oh, yeah, Keyshawn had to run. He had to, make, he had to run some errands. I think he had to go to the bank, and then he was going to go to Wawa. So I asked him for two things. Great, grape drink? <laughs> no. It was terrible. I asked him. I asked him for a Gatorade, and some of the Reese's sticks. Oh, you know it. Here comes so pastry got, boy. I, I decided I wasn't going to go along on this journey, and thank God I didn't. But I get a call about ten minutes later. He's like, "Yo, so I, I definitely fucked up." And I'm like, "Oh God." He's trying to pull into a parking spot. But it's too narrow, and he tries to back out, and he clips this guy's car. Oh, no. Oh, no. How bad was the other car? Not bad at all. If it's anything like my car, there's no damage. Maybe $20, $25 at most. So, out of everything that happened, 
How much did you have to pay to get your car back? Um, the total bill racked up to about thirteen hundred. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Just a how did how did it get racked up to thirteen hundred dollars there, Tucker? Because yeah. <laughs> it sat in the impound for a while. Because <laughs> not even. Two days before, like, two, before Keyshawn hit the car, my insurance expired. Oh, my God. And I forgot to renew it. So, it just sat there for quite some time. The worst part is you weren't there to yeah. literally be like, oh, sorry, officer, I'll get it renewed. You weren't there, so they're like, well, we have to fucking tow it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would but be the, so But But the, wor- the worst part is... It's not having to spend fifteen hundred dollars on a car, losing my car for almost an entire month. It was the fact that Keyshawn still didn't get me my Reese's sticks. What a fucking asshole! <laughs> I was really looking at it. Yeah, Tristan come and pick him up and everything. He can't bring the Reese's sticks back as like a peace treaty for just crashing my car. Wait, is your car even worth thirteen hundred dollars? My car? Yeah, better be. <laughs> hey, Max. Yeah. So. You know, we've talked about this numerous times on the podcast. Yeah, no, Max's car is not worth $1,300. <laughs> we've talked about this numerous times on the podcast about uh, our shootouts after practice. Oh. So, you know, we've given our intake. We just want your intake on the shootouts after practice. Club side. Now – Worst slap shots, your weakness. That's that's my question. Being goalie was his weakness. He couldn't stop shit. Hey, hey, let me interrupt. Hold on, wait, Max. Max, let me interrupt you real quick. Who in the fuck is moving around in the goddamn garage? Anywho, all right. <laughs> I guess he didn't, didn't like that subject. No, uh, you know what. He's softer than baby shit. Wait, do you just leave? Oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. fucking bounced. Yeah, what I don't know. Fucking he keeps coming in and out every every fucking two minutes. It's like it's um, probably, it's probably that bug in his phone that or he's got an alarm he's got to turn off right now. <laughs> Why did you even invite him on, TJ? Or it's his fucking agent. Hey, Max. Yeah, I'm back. I'm sorry, my thing's fucking, are you going to the show? Are you going to the show? You got called up? Uh, no. Why? Uh, you keep going in and out. Cause you keep fucking leaving. No, it's because the thing is like disconnecting, and I can't hear anything. Oh, right, so let's talk about the shootouts. Yeah, so the shootouts, in my opinion, are a great way to sort of practice your, uh, as a goalie, like your mental stability, being able to consistently, um, you know, sort of outweigh the shooter, let him make the first move. And um, Listen, I did one. Wait, move what about on you one time? I, all yeah. I did was one move. That's my yeah. shot. Yeah, I know. Slap shot above my blocker. It was a. Uh, I think that was a weakness for me, definitely. I, I think um, it was a very, a very, very big weakness. But we tried yeah. to correct it, and then I went to your glove side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it definitely did. I'll tell you that much. No, but I, I completely changed the way I play once I moved to Michigan. I started getting taller, and you know, actually doing the things that you told me to do, and you know, I ended up working. They put you on stilts. Are you telling me you went from Max Samoilovich? To fucking Captain America as soon as you moved to Michigan? Well, I mean, my numbers say everything. Don't listen to me. Look at my Wait, video. Wait, like three goals on three shots? 
No, it's more like six, six goals on 63 shots. Was that Patty who said that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Turn let over. me turn back at you, Patty. If I was a player, I wouldn't miss an empty net consistently. I wouldn't oh. score. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably on me. Bro, I'll never forget that game. Patty had the open net back door fucking whips. I almost shit myself. Luckily, he buried it the next play. But good fucking lord. Yeah, one for three. Ray Charles could have fucking buried that, and he's blind. <laughs> hey, Max, it's funny you bring up one for three, because didn't you go 0 for three when you got put in the New Hampshire game? No, it was 3 for 7, actually. Huh? Uh, it, it just wasn't seven. Hey, let's or, or Max, let's, let's the talk roast about the dusty dogs. Hold on, wait, guys, guys, Emma, you there? Oh yeah. Uh, hey Hi. Emma. What's Hi. up? <laughs> so Max, let's let's talk about the Junior Flyers game, okay? When we're at the J Fly, and I go, Max, go in the net. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I'm going in the net, and my leg gets stuck in the bench, and I get my Gatorade, and it's not coming out of the bench. And literally five seconds later, let me just say something, okay? The space between the bench and the boards is literally three feet. How the fuck do you get stuck? <laughs> the, the door opened the other way, so you were it was in the middle of the bench. You had one job, Max. You had one fucking job, and that was to go try to stop the bleeding that was happening in the game, but you needed a red fucking Gatorade. Well, Every game, like I felt five like minutes left in the game, you needed a Gatorade. I, I just remember it. that game. Like, uh, we were running 3D. What do we have? Like, that's, when the game, that's when everybody decided they didn't want to fucking show up that game, and I was like, yeah. oh, this is sick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I played a total of 40 minutes that game. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Yeah. If anybody was bitching about playtime that game, you were doing something. Dude, any game. Any game. I'm sorry. And the best – oh, man. Can we bring up to Hunter Stewart when – all right, so we had a kid on our roster, and he was a healthy scratch. Yeah, the same year, The same kid much. where his dad – the same kid where his dad pulled a fucking gun looking for me. Oh, yeah, great time. Well, I can, see, I can see why he wanted to pull a gun. We had our first home game. He gets healthy scratch. We don't have a scorekeeper. We're like, hey, go scorekeep. Pay 10-5 all year just to fucking score keep your own team. I, I'll never forget that. And then on top of that, we're like, oh, he can't score keep right. He couldn't even fucking push the buttons right. Wait, he couldn't what? even turn the fucking clock. <laughs> we were waiting for like 10 minutes in the fucking – who are we playing? Whatever team. We were playing like Vermont, I think. And the Lumberjacks coach is like, Jesus Christ, what is going on with this place? Bro, it was sure wrong. was it Wilkes? Could've I been. think it. I think it was Wilkes Bear. Oh yeah, because we played them the night prior. Yeah, and then, you know that was the one game that we almost had, and then we got anally bent again. Nah, speaking speaking of a Wilkes man, I wish them nothing but the best of luck with Chico going into the uh, final four. Absolutely. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, Chico, don't let me down, pigeon. Yeah, dude, <laughs> how about him last night with his fucking rant about Bryce Harper and the lady with the Phillies? Oh my god. That was comical. He was rattled. It was like it was like looking at Gritty 2.0. It really was when he was he was like moving his fucking head and his eyes balls were going fucking back and forth. Speaking of that, Emma, when you were dating Gritty, was it really awkward because he was a shitty hockey player and a shitty teammate? <laughs> he would call me all the time and ask me for my advice and I would give him the best advice that I could, you know, being as I already played juniors and everything like that. I know how that shit goes, especially with girls. What was that? Take a take a shower and be good at hockey? 
I would tell him, like, you got to be a good teammate. You actually got to focus on what you're doing. It's not just a ride. You can't just go through the motions every single day and expect to see the results that you want. You actually got to work your ass off. And then you're going to make good memories with your teammates. But, you know, instead, you kind of just did what Danny does. And, uh, yeah. Oh, he made memories, all right. (laughs) He, he, every time I looked at him, he kind of reminded me of, like, a Holocaust survivor. I don't know why. Oh, my God. I'm Jewish. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, that's the reason. You felt bad. Make a wish. It was a make a wish date. <laughs> yeah. <Jesus. laughs> oh, my God. oh, little boy, you need help? Okay, I'll date you for a little bit, but I'm way better than you at hockey. Yeah, so I feel to give him lessons. <laughs> that, that I mean, you and I mean, if you're giving him lessons, you might as well give Tristan lessons because he's calling his dad after every game to see what he did wrong. Hey, Papa. Hey, Papa. All you gotta do is watch your game film. That's what Michael Jordan does. That's why Michael Jordan's so good. Every single Emma, day he watches game film. Have you seen the Rebels game film? Yeah, you it don't want to. It literally looks like Kit. Uh, you know what? Let's not even get into it. It's not good. No, I was actually thinking about it because a lot of the Rebels players follow me on Instagram and stuff like that. But I yeah, I wonder why. Weird. Yeah. yeah. I- <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. After that first game, they're probably like going on Instagram. Ooh, who the fuck was that chick that Danny was with? Say it, Mike. I dare you. Nah, I'm good. Say it again. Call him out. Just a smoke. Say it again. Oh, with the fat ass? Hell yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're Thanks. so Thanks. welcome. Thank you. That's a compliment. Fucking right. That's what, who cares? Move it up. Oh, we're anyway. talking about girls. Max got off. Yep. Yeah, he was like, oh, this is awkward. Uh, virgin virgin ears, virgin ears, virgin ears. Oh, Max, exactly. study time or what? No, <laughs> no. It's, it's just a terrible connection. That time it accidentally signed me out. I, you I, know, maybe I, if you'd get out of bumfuck New Jersey and go live somewhere like East. Wait, I thought you were in Michigan. Were you in Michigan? I was, but I, my season ended. Uh, after How we is got the sweet. water situation over there? Is anything like Flint? Probably um, better than well, I was actually... Interesting because I was like 40 minutes out of Flint, and um, you know, the water was fine. I drank plenty of tap water, but you know, it just at the same time, it was uh, you know, the southern sort of Flint, the worse the water situation got. Max, you know, I, I got a question for you while you're out in Michigan. Well, I'm not there anymore, but yeah, huh? okay, I'm asking your question. Was your coach as cool as me? And that awkward silence. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to answer is no. There's never going to be a coach cooler than TJ. So. Oh, yeah, good fucking thing, you piece of shit. Don't even lie. It's breaking, it's breaking up, but I heard something about a cool coach. Repeat the question. Oh, I said. You went through a fucking okay, tunnel, yeah. oh, tunnel magically. Now. Was your coach as cool as me out in Michigan? As cool as you. Nah, you were definitely a cool, the coolest coach I've ever had so far. Even though, even though the first practice you came and I fucking ripped you apart and tried to tell you you were doing something wrong and you looked at me like I was fucking retarded. I hate when guys do that. No, there's just there's just <laughs> ways of doing that. You know, you could have just not, you know, maybe hey, hold your glove out differently. But you know, you I've never I've never experienced that before. You know, my coaches were you know they were good, but they coached a different way. So. That's why I didn't gel with you at first because I wasn't used to your style of coaching. But so you know, he was the first coach to ever like try to criticize you and tell you. To no, no, he was not. Yeah, no, that's he what he's coach. trying to say. No, he was the first coach to do it in a certain way. A lot every every criticizes me. He just did it in a different way that I didn't really expect before. It, it was not. It was like 
Uh, you know. Go to the real world of tough love, Max. I mean, no. The first practice I ever had with my juniors coach, he screamed at me for doing one little thing wrong and continued to scream at me the rest of practice. And after practice, I started crying and I skated up to him and I gave him a hug because he fucking cared about me more than any other coach I ever had. That's how I <laughs> My coach just told me I sucked at hockey and I was like, you're fucking right. It's, <laughs> it's literally just to motivate you. It's to get the best out of you. Like, oh, you yeah, explaining things to me that I I realized along the way and all that. Wait, yeah. Max, so like... all your arguing with TJ about shit really showed that you understood? <laughs> uh, arguing about what? That depends. The uh, majority every, absolutely everything. There was never a practice where your mouth wasn't running at a million miles per hour because <laughs> you had some dumb shit you wanted to fucking say. <laughs> nah, Tucker, it really wasn't. I tried to be uh... as quiet as possible. Someone tells you that you know that Jesus shit isn't good. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say the word. All right, I'm trying not to do that. It's like a goal for me. Um, what? So for me, for so when you told me, right, we were doing the practice the one time, right, and I told you I could beat you 10 out of 10 times on the same spot, right, and I believe I went nine, nine for 10 on you because I shot the one over the net and you got pissed off. But I don't know what I'm talking about, though, right? Well, you when you take clap bombs from literally inside the crease and expect it wasn't a clap bomb. Man. Wait, wait, wait! He took clap bombs on Chico, Isaiah, and they both stopped him. And Rocket Man, and Rocket Man's in jail now. No, they actually um they weren't part of that. And the same but drill at the end of the practice I did, I stopped nine out of ten. We're not going to mention that, right? No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about beginning of practice where I went 9 out of 10 on you, and you had a fucking meltdown like you needed to be on Dr. Phil. But hold up, hold up, hold up. You're like, Max, congrats to you for stopping 9 out of 10 shots the one practice, but the fact that you could never do it in a game is where we had problems. Uh. <laughs> I, had three for three. I had an overall 860 in seven games played, and uh, Chico had an 863. So I think I did pretty well for Chico myself. Chico also faced like uh, four games with 90 shots. Patty, what are you out in your front yard talking right now? No, I'm getting dressed. He's TJ, uh, what did you bring me on here for, honestly? To rip you apart. I need to get dressed for a podcast. To, like tear me. No, tear I have a track. We're not tearing you apart. We're just we're we're talking about you know junior and apartment life. <laughs> oh wait 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 wait. My favorite backstory has to be the bus trip to North Carolina though. Oh, I wasn't there. Yeah, which part of that? Wait, uh, I wasn't there. Let's see the part where he was getting chased around, dumped his fries. That was Boston. That was Boston. Was it Boston? Yeah. All of a sudden, we come out of McDonald's and we see Max sprinting to the bus around the bus. And the back and the fries just go one way and the fries go the other way. And Max's face just looks like so disappointed. He was like a little kid, like, getting teased with candy. And the mom was just like, ah, no more candy. And it's like, aww. I thought he was going to cry that day. But, but wait, yeah. wait, Max, wasn't this the same trip that you left your card at an ATM to? Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the same spot. No, yeah. it was the same. I'm pretty it, sure it was the same fucking trip. It was, no, it was the same trip I found out that I left it, but I left the card in at the bank, uh, the first Niagara Bank uh, right across the ring. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was hey, well, trip for me. I mean, Max, I'll tell you though. Max, I'll tell you though. The, the funniest thing that you know I, I think about all the time is the night we went to the fucking Phantoms game. Oh my god! And we're all walking to the Phantoms game, and this guy has a Bible and he's preaching 
He's not even preaching. He's just screaming at people on the street that Jesus is coming, and if not, fuck you. We all, and we go up, we get tickets, and we're like, oh, where's Max? And we look down, and you're literally having a full-fledged conversation with this guy. I was happy to see him. Dude, you missed, like, almost the first period. I didn't. I was, I was five minutes late to um, buying the ticket. I was there for the opening period because I have video proof. I took a video of their entry. No, nobody's like questioning you here. You don't need an alibi. We don't need video proof. It's just the well, fact that we're all about video to talk about Jesus with a man who was probably smoking bath salts. He was on, he was on some shit. <laughs> I remember walking in with Tristan and Alicia, and I wanted to kill myself. Actually, yeah, it was really probably really like all they're probably talking to so like, oh, oh, do you look good? Hey, Are you babe. okay? No, you're not okay. Are you okay, babe? Hey, babe. Come on, babe. Hey, babe. I was no, so babe. uncomfortable walking in with that. Babe, we gotta go to the wedding rehearsal. Come on, we're late. What kind of cake do you want for the wedding, babe? Oh man, if it's not strawberry. I don't oh, you're want gonna it. Take, oh, you're gonna take you're gonna take my name, babe. Oh, can we can we merge our names, babe? I'm telling you, man. That uh, I'm good. I'm good. I, I, that's one thing, man. I, if relationships if they kill hockey like careers fucking you got to kill that relationship i hate to say that but it's true like if you know you have the chance to go play somewhere and uh, no offense emma or any female out there but if a girl or a guy's holding you back cut them loose fucking see you never (laughs) no that's a huge thing no, see, Max has got the right idea. Just stay single for your entire life because you're if just. You're gonna have a well, Max is single because girls think he's gay. You obviously have no goal, especially if you're a guy. You obviously yeah. have no goals. And to be honest, you're probably really talented and you just got to where you're going based off of your talent. But if you weren't in that relationship, like, God fucking knows where you could have ended up. Yeah. I, I tell you, though, I'm going inter- to interrupt here and, you know. I told my guys the whole time, and, you know, I, I was trying to be giving them manly, mature advice, and Tucker will tell you, so Patty and Mike will say the same thing, is you're playing junior hockey, don't get in a relationship, go out, have fun, and do as many things as you can as possible. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, the differences with guys is, it's like juniors, is like, there's like drama and crap with guys. But, like, then there's, like, the good times, the fun times, the funny shit that you guys are going to remember. With girls, you guys aren't really friends with each other, and it's like you moved away from home, and now you're not even friends with the people you spend 99% of your time with. So a lot of girls are going to go out, find a boyfriend. But the problem is they're going to get so invested in it that they're going to lose sight of what they're supposed to be doing. Emma, question. Do you go searching for your boyfriends on Tinder? Nah. Okay, cool. <laughs> just That's fucking weird. So, and I, I mean, Mike, Mike, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on the whole thing with like juniors and you know going out with your friends and being single. So, to the audience, doesn't know like you know I, I played high level pro inline hockey and we went out to Reno, Nevada. You know where I'm going with this, Mike? Oh <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yeah. So, we're out in Reno, Nevada, and you know <laughs> I'll, I'll get more graphic into the story because the season's over and I just don't give a shit anymore, and. You know, we we are in the round robin. We made it to the finals. You know, we were like, all right, let's go out and fucking drink. All of us uh, as buddies, we went out, went to the, you know, to the club that night. Was getting fucking annihilated, right? So my buddy walks around. He's like, oh, I'm 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 banging this chick tonight. I'm like, oh, dude, don't do it. And sure enough, you know, we we go to look for him, and he's nowhere to be found. And. <laughs> 
So he's nowhere to be found. I'm like, this motherfucker, this motherfucker's got to be up in the room. So sure as shit, I walk up to the room and I knock on the door and he's got aviators on with a cowboy hat with a fucking full erected dick. No. Oh, God. Hell right? yeah. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I got this chick in here. Okay. What the? Why I'm is like, he wearing All right, a cowboy hat? It gets better. That, yeah, that was our thing. You have we, got, we got cowboy hats, and we were in Reno, Nevada, so we went out and all got cowboy hats. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'll be back in a half hour, right? I come back up, knock on the door again. He's got aviators on. Now this time the cowboy hat's on his dick. I'm like, dude, I, I just want to go to bed, right? And I come inside. I'm laying, in, I'm laying in bed. I'm looking at the wall while he's going to town on this dick. Right. <laughs> she and, and to make the story better, she was Asian, and nothing wrong with that. And as I look over, I I, I had to look over. <laughs> as I look over, I shit you not, he's on his fucking knees, pointing at me, and just going to town on her. So, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, I'm doing the sing sing because she was Chinese. <laughs> So if you ever hear us reference Sing Sing, it's to that story. But I'm saying though, it's it's shit like that, man. It's like you're you're, ha- you're single, go have fun, man. You know what I mean? And, uh, and that I just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Relationships yeah, hold you back from that big time, especially oh, at, sure. especially down. before you go into college. I feel like it's not just high school relationships; it's anything before college. It's going to be like super restricting. No, yeah, and that, that's Not the shitty part. I mean, I, I guess that's my excuse for why I'm single, but hey, we'll just live with that. Either that I'm fucking ugly, one or the other. I just <laughs> you're, you're not ugly, Mike. Hey, thanks, you're Dad. You know what? No, I, I appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, no, it's funny, though, because a lot of people, they, they love to get attached to a lot of relationships, especially when they're playing hockey. And it's I mean, when you're far that... away from your family, you need that love and attention. But at the same time, you don't. Like, you, Some you can literally call like your know. family, you can FaceTime them, you can go through all that. It's just kind of one of those things, if you're a young age, like, you need to learn to just spread your wings and be fucking independent. Exactly. Not worrying about what the fuck's going on with someone else, not worrying about what's going on with their day. Like, worry about you and then focus on someone else. That's yeah, the way I Absolutely. Like, I mean, my Thanksgiving, I spent FaceTiming my family with a Wawa turkey and gravy bowl, so. Yeah, how's that? Pretty shitty. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was- I mean, Tucker was also invited to my house, but, you know, he didn't want to. Selfish. Selfish. Unbelievable. Selfish, yeah. Dude, he wanted to, he, listen, he wanted to fucking eat his goddamn turkey gobbler and play with his dick at fucking Thanksgiving. Leave him alone. Yeah, with no <laughs> fucking power internet at, at home. No, there was, there, was, there was internet at the apartment at this point in time. Everybody was <laughs> <laughs> And you could use the electricity and water without conserving it? That's the one. <laughs> Wait, so what happened afterwards? Did you just have to, like, take buckets of water from, like, someone's spigot? Or no, what? everything worked. All the water still worked. I just wasn't trying to use, like, a shit ton of it. Because, like, I mean, our water was one base pay at the beginning of the month. It was $30. You're good for the whole month. Uh, so you just pay 30 bucks and kept yourself moving for a little bit? Yeah. Good for you. That's what I would do, too. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I appreciate everyone coming on today. Alrighty. And whoever's fucking driving right now, I appreciate it too with your turn signal. <laughs> yeah, my bad, Mike. Hey, it's all good, asshole. As long and as you're I using can... your turn signal for once in your life, Patty, that's new. Yeah, and I'm not going Mach uh, 1, so be proud of me. 
Hey, oh, Jim, Garrett, weird. I'm not trying to run people off like the fucking road. road. You're right. worse than your father. It's great. <laughs> All righty, I got to go, boys. Later, right, buddy. Yeah, coming on. See ya. Later, Tucker. Later, man. Yeah, that motherfucker almost killed me about 30 times this season. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Can I've never, I've never in my life seen somebody get more aggressive in driving than fucking Pat McAteer. Especially to a hockey game, man. That kid's like, if he's late, he's like, let's fucking go. We're gonna be late. No, that's how you're supposed to drive to hockey games, dude. We showed up fucking an hour and forty minutes early. I'm like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Yeah, he's in the fucking Batmobile. Like, we got there the same time the bus got. Just getting off the bus from the Junior B team, and Patty's getting there at the same time. What we left like 45 minutes after them and went to a ferry. Oh yeah. God! <laughs> yeah. So, How about that, dude? He was so fucking rattled. Oh, he, he was pissed. He, and that dude, how when we were coming home, right? And Mike, I don't know if I told you this. We we're coming home from Vermont, right? Yep. <laughs> and we're driving back, and he's literally fucking. It, there's, you know, in Vermont, there's fucking nothing up there. It's mountains and nothing. Hill yeah. So we're driving on this fucking back road, two lane road, right? And I'm sitting in the passenger seat, and Patty's driving, and I shit you not, we went about 15 feet to the left. What? Oh, God. Yeah. How? And I'm like, Pat, Pat, Pat. He's like, oh, shit. I'm sorry, man. We literally almost died. Oh, great. Like, if there was a car if there was a car coming, we would have been dead. Great. Thanks, Patty. I was sleeping for that part until you started yelling, Pat, and then I was awake <laughs> for the rest of the trip. I'm like, hell no. Yeah, Dude, fuck that. No, I'm sorry. I'm I'd, rather, I'd rather go my happy ass going right back to sleep because I don't want to see it coming if I'm going out. I'm just saying. Dude, that was the same <laughs> at the rest stop. How about it, Tuck? Oh, my God. I've never, Mike, I've never seen these fucking guys laugh so much in their, hard in their life until we stopped at this fucking rest stop. <laughs> Why? How is that funny? We almost fucking died. No, no. We stopped at a rest stop, and I forget what I fucked. What did I kick, Tucker? You kicked a thing by the door. It was like the door holder or some shit, a door stop. I didn't see it, and I literally – I thought I broke my fucking foot. <laughs> almost so then we're almost coming, like we're coming out. Night, you went to fucking North Carolina, hit the pothole, and you weren't even drunk. Holy fuck, dude. So I come out, and this guy's like walking. I go, watch out for this fucking thing. I almost broke my fucking foot, and he looked at me like I was nuts. <laughs> right? And then we, we, we go to the truck, and there's a car full of fucking Indian – like, uh, what, how do you say it? <laughs> say it nicely. I'm trying to say it nicely. Uh, people from India are called Indians. They are from people. I, I there was a car full of people from India, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. And I saw they had a New Jersey plate. I'm like, oh, cool. You guys are from Jersey, huh? Like, yeah. I go, well, how's Edison, right? And they're like, oh, how'd you know we're from Edison? I'm like, that's where all you guys live in Jersey. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my no. God. Yeah. Can't I'm like, that happened. I'm like, well, let's see you guys later. I'm like, we're going to fucking die. We're going to get shot now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's it's the fucking truth, man. That's uh, When I lived there, it's, it's that, that's where they lived. I swear to God, you're kind of a clumsy person, TJ. Uh, I am. The reason why, it's one of those things like, we go to North, down North Carolina. Our team gets absolutely smoked by the second to last place team. Go fear. <laughs> And um, it was kind of one of those things that we were like, you know what? We're going to go out and get banged up. So it's myself, TJ, and our other coach, Joe. And we're in the Uber, and we're talking to this one guy. And we're like, oh, 
where's the best spot for all the drinks, bars, whatnot? He's like, oh, okay, okay, I'll take you, I'll take you. So we go down, we get out. We're not even like five seconds out. We're getting like attacked by, not attacked, but fucking this drunk ass broad comes up and was like, Eagles. Oh, they should shorten that to something like E E A. And we're just all looking at each other like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden we look at each other and we're like, yeah, champs, because we just won the fucking Super Bowl and we're down in North Carolina. So we're from Philly. Why not be little douchebags? So no shit. Five, ten feet longer, we, we're walking, we're walking. All of a sudden, TJ hits a massive fucking pothole. That's probably like four feet wide, fucking three feet deep. And he just just twists. And all of a sudden, he's doing the hobble like, ooh, ooh, like the real deep. Like, he's like going into labor almost. Like it sounds like he's I, I go, labor. I literally, we go in the fucking bar. I'm like, give me fucking two doubles right now. <laughs> he like demands it. And then, of course, we go in and we're going past like a fucking guy that looks like Slater from Saved by the Bell as the security guard. And then like he's like slick back hair, leather jacket. Looks like he can fucking like cut bamboo in half with his pinky. Like he, he literally looks oh, like God. all business. Right. So all of a sudden we're in there. And he's like. Oh, hey guys, how are you? Like, oh, like I forget what he said to you. Basically, like, oh, you gotta watch that fucking pothole. Basically, and he's like, yeah, no shit. So <laughs> we're fucking getting drinks, and this drunk ass motherfucker comes down the stairs and basically jumps off like three or four like what flights of steps, and like yeah, tries to like grab your shoulder or something. All of a sudden, he's like, the leather guy comes in, he's like. Hey guys, I really appreciate you not doing anything. And TJ turns around, he's like, I was about to roundhouse that motherfucker. I shit you not, I almost was on the floor fucking pissing myself. Like, I've never seen that happen ever in my life. And that's the story of North Carolina. It sucks. And by the way, whatever hot dog stand that they were talking about that's like world famous, yet to heard of it. Sorry, that was a rant. <laughs> How about the fucking, when we went to that one place down the road? Oh, where the hit and run happened? The hit and run, and then the fucking, we walked to the bar, and that dude that was a dude and chick were doing cocaine off the bar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell that story. That was a good story. So we, so we walk in this bar across the street, and we're like, it was it was definitely not our fucking scene. And I'm like. No, it was like a nightclub. That was yeah. empty. I'm like, let's fucking leave. We go across, and this place is like literally neon fucking blue and white, right? And we're like, let's fucking go there. We walk in and we see like there's these two girls that are fucking just dancing with basically no clothes on. They're like, what the fuck's going on? Right. So we walk in there and we look and their friends are literally I and I wish I was exaggerating when I told you this. They were doing lines of fucking coke off the fucking bar. And we all looked at each other and then we looked at the bartender. The bartender looked at us like, did that really just fucking happen? Oh, my. And then. (laughs) Didn't they go to the bathroom? Like, a girl and a guy ended up in a bathroom yeah, together. They went to the bathroom. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to go look. So I, <laughs> I followed them into the fucking bathroom. <laughs> yep, yep. As they're probably getting plowed, TJ comes in. Oh, don't mind me. Just got to fucking drain the main vein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I'll tell you what. We've seen some crazy shit on these junior trips. And, and uh, I wouldn't say from the hockey perspective because we didn't win shit all season. Except for the one team that was independent. Hooray. Good job. They, they ended up like going Yeah, because someone probably felt bad for them. Yeah. Like, fuck. No, I, I don't I, know. I, in, in, in the close on that, Mike, and I'll tell you, like, it was from what we had in the beginning till the end, and 
I say this, you know, with a big heart, and I respect all the players that I had except for that one. And it it was really, it was really tough for me. Like, you know, when we went in the playoffs and we lost first round, and I know it hit a bunch of players hard, and it just, it it means a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I, I grew a relationship with all these players, you know, on the ice and off the ice. And I, I say it that, you know, one of the best teams I had was a team I coached in Jersey, you know what I mean? But these guys really, it's, they're up there with that team. And, you know, it was, it was literally a day or two after we got knocked out of the playoffs. And I was sitting there thinking about, it. I was driving and just thinking about it. And, and it like, I, I teared up a little bit, you know what I mean? Just because of the, the bond that I grew with these kids, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, and it's, it, it, it really, you know, it, it, it meant a lot to, you know, help them out on and off the ice and mentor and, you know, help them, you know, go where they're going. You know what I mean? Like I, I still talk to Tucker about what he's doing, even Max, you know what I mean? What he's doing. I got, you know, AZ, AZ's big goal was to get into college and I, he wasn't even playing for me and I still got him in college. Yep. Where? Uh, he went to Concordia. He's going to this year. Yeah. Nice. Good for him. So I mean that, and and these guys will always, always have a place in my heart. They really will. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. and that's what I mean. When it comes to a lot of the junior guys hitting me back up for skate sharpening stuff like that, I always say my office is open. So, you guys, if you ever need stuff, just let me know. I still got hey, plenty uh, of Howie's tape. Hey TJ. Yeah. While I have you, you you got those few schools that I was trying to get you to talk to. Yeah, I do. So, uh, is that are you going to help me out there? Or? Yeah, Max, I'll help you out. We don't have to do this on the podcast. <laughs> I know, I know, but I can never seem to reach you otherwise in terms Emma, of that. So, Emma, do you need you need anything you want me to do? You want me to get you in the fucking women's pro league too while I'm at it? No, I'm good. I play in pro tournaments over the summer, invite only. All right, you're good. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I scored three tape. goals on the women's uh, professional Washington. Uh, what is it, Washington? Hell yeah. Do you need your water bottles filled or, like, you know, <laughs> any towels? or? I could use someone to wipe my sweat. Oh, there you go, well, Mike. Um, hey, there listen, you go, as Mike. long as you don't have any diseases, we're good, like fucking Nikita. Like, that's, I'm, all, I'm on there. I'm fucking clean. We had a, <laughs> I, I remember Nikita um, – well, his, I think one of his girls came in that he was ramming, and this oh, was towards, God. like, the end of my stay in Lehigh Valley. He, um, yeah, she ended up asking him, basically confronting him, and he confessed to her that, yeah, I have an STD. And the look oh, on her oh, face, oh, I, will, I will never forget. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. It was the funniest thing on the planet. And, you know, me being the absolute. Hey, hey, Mike. <laughs> Mike? Hey, Dad. You want to get to the sponsors now? <laughs> yeah. God. Hey, so real quick. So for a lot of people that are trying to grow out a beard or have a beard, we are sponsored by Bear Beards, B-A-R-E, Beards. Uh, they're on Etsy.com. If you guys use our promo code GONGSHOW10, you'll get 10% off your order. And if you also check them out on Facebook, Bear Beards, um, they'll basically tell you uh, basically what they have right now in stock. So check them out on Etsy.com or Facebook, Bear Beards. Do they work for women too? Hell yeah, they. I mean, they have. Um, that. You want to put a beard on it? They got you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take oil. Also, 
Also, I want to throw out there, guys, we're, you know, happy to have Monster Sticks as a sponsor. Um, they got the basically the lightest sticks on the market right now, you know. They got the balance, weight, and durability you're looking for, and go check them out, you know, at Monster Sticks or Monster Sticks Hockey on Instagram or hashtag Monster Sticks. Other than that, guys, thank you again for being on today's podcast. Uh, definitely keep in touch. We appreciate you guys hopping on. No worries. Thanks, guys. Stay dusty, guys. Later, Bye-bye. Later you beauties.